Welcome to the Vampire Mafia podcast. Vampire Mafia welcomes confident, empowered, passionate listeners everywhere. On our podcast, we talk about relationships, sex, friendships, advice, self-love, and so much more. Now, here are your beautiful hosts, Britton and Lindsay. Welcome back to the Vampire Mafia podcast. How are you doing? <sighs> it's a day, ma'am. I made you put your phone down, but I was actually just going to ask you if I could ask you how your weekend has been going. Oh, it's been, you know, um, my purse got stolen. Well, not so much stolen as um, it fell off of the back of my mother's pickup and then someone found it and rummaged through it. So. That's so crazy. And, you know, I actually came out of it pretty good. Like, I have my debit card and uh, my ID um, and a phone, like my iPhone that I'm supposed to trade in um, for my new one. That's and, super lucky. Yeah. But they did take my ch- my checkbook. So I still had to shut my bank account down anyway. Can I just ask, like, who still has a checkbook? <laughs> I First of all, I'm putting that out there. Like, first of all, Lens, who still has a checkbook? I mean, I guess I probably... St- I can even if- balance it. Green Green flag right that's, that's right go on tiktok that's a green flag but then on the same token the fact that somebody would rummage through your purse and that is the one thing what else did they take though um, they per- took your checkbook who would take your checkbook yeah and then my perfume and like a lip gloss a used perfume and a used lip yeah. gloss and your checkbook yep is the only thing my eye drops i don't know they my eye drops are gone i don't know if those just fell out somewhere or if chances are with the fact that your lip gloss and your perfume is also gone they also probably (laughs) took it's probably pretty accurate that they took your eye drops also so it's i really i got really lucky um you did get but i still have to wait until monday to go open up a whole new bank account like a whole new checking checking account whole new account number so now I have to update all of my payment, everything, and it's uh, just a hassle. It's not that big of a deal. It could have been way worse, but it's still just the hassle of... I know, but what a pain. Well, and right before the holidays. How violating. So I was just going to make my Amazon order for Christmas presents, and oh, no. I hadn't made it yet, and now my account's shut down. So I don't know if on Monday when I get a new account, if I can get a new debit card, or which I guess it doesn't matter. I can just use my bank account information anyway but to make that order but it still throws my order behind a few days and hopefully everything will still get here on time before christmas yeah so i'm like really just how about people get some morals and values and stop being so shitty especially right before the holidays the holidays and everybody's so desperate this time of year anyway last thanksgiving my account got hacked on thanksgiving day so it's been twice in the last two years that and it's all right around holidays so you think they just stand outside and wait to target you? I don't know. Every really. holiday this, season. This it's like, look, oh, it's the holidays. Let's go find Lynn's. This bitch looks like she's going to drop her purse out the back of the truck later. <laughs> sure shit. Sure shit. Sure shit. And did. The, the crap thing is, is that I literally just set it there to run in and grab the keys because the truck was locked. Um, so I was like, I, I'm going to run in and grab the keys. I'm not going to forget about it. <clears throat> what did you do? I forgot about it. So. Well, of course you did. Well, I love you, Lynn. Well, I love you too. 
And where did where did Carpe Diem? <laughs> Amen to they that. Car- they carpeed the shit out of the Diem they yesterday. Car- yes, they did. Where did where did you find your purse at? Um, actually, my neighbor wrote me on Messenger, and she found it at the park across the street with everything just tore out of it. It was just in a pile, and she's like, "Hey, I'm sorry it's so late, but I found your purse, and um, I don't know, you know, what's all missing because obviously she didn't know it was in there." But, but you're across the street is down a road across. It's really just like down a little bit down the road and then literally across Highway 312 or, or Shepherd Road, I guess. And then there's just a little like kid park right there. So it was literally just kind of right across the highway. But oh, my goodness, just in a pile. Well, and then so I get it back and I look through it and literally everything is ripped out of my my wallet except for my ID. So I didn't even know at that point if they had taken everything from the wallet but when i opened the purse all of my cards all of my receipts like other random shit that i had was just all in the she just picked like picked everything up and put it back in the purse so they had ripped everything out of my wallet and just left it there in a pile first how lucky was it that it was a neighbor that found your purse but number two how lucky was it that some dingling was the one who stole your purse and only took your checkbook, your lip gloss, your eye drops, and your yeah perfume. Well, I'm like, and at this point, do you not think that when an adult loses something like that, they're with their whole life in there? Oh, that was another thing. My car keys were in my purse, so I couldn't even go anywhere oh my <laughs> with my own car. Um, but do you think that when that something like that happens, that I'm not going to call the bank and shut all of my shit down? Right. No, like, so good. Have fun with my checkbook, I guess. You're not going to get anywhere because my account is locked. Yeah, completely I'm going to write some checks all over town. Like 10 minutes after I found out my purse was gone, I was at the bank. I stopped at the bank because I was taking garbage to the car wash. Um, yeah. I stopped at the bank right there and my they locked my card down. So I'm like now and then I found out today, obviously, that the checkbook was gone. So I called the bank and my whole account is locked. So I guess have fun trying to bounce checks everywhere trying to know. pretend to be Lindsay. yeah and good luck good yeah luck there oh my gosh so you're just happy to be here i am and have a mimosa and we're having we're on our first extra she, large you said, mom- you said that the champagne was chilling and i was like i'm ready for it today you're like so. what time i'll be there yeah yeah i love it so much i love it well our topic today is going to be Something that the person who stole your purse could probably <laughs> maybe benefit from. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, oh, maybe not. Uh, i got to put my glasses on because <laughs> I can't see. Uh, tips for job interviews. Dang. Yes. It is 2024. And, yeah. and it is time <laughs> to get a job. To get a job. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we are going to talk about some tips that hopefully will help you land a job and help you through some of the interview processes to help you get that job. Number one, dress better than the job you want. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Yep. (laughs) First, that is a fact. I was just super cute. And then I show up to work not dressed like that and they're like oh who's that other, who's that girl we hired i'm like that's Lindsay. it's, it's like it's that's me, she, Lindsay. She, did, she did not look like that in her interview <laughs> like, i know 
Um, gotcha. <laughs> Suckers. Uh, always bring your resume with you when you pick up an application. Some employers will not have applications or sometimes they have ran out. So they may ask you to just leave a resume. Also, some employers might actually do interviews on the spot. I've seen them just do interviews on the spot. I know that people are so desperate right now for help. Mm-hmm. So always make sure that you're prepared. So bring a resume that you have to every place that you go to even pick up a job application. Dress up when going to pick up any applications. Again, they may interview you on the spot. And that is the first impression that you give an employer or a manager. Even the employers may, in the, excuse me, even the employees can make or break your chances. So look professional at all times that you interact with that potential employer or any of the employees. So always make sure that you look like you're going to a job interview when you even go in to pick up an application. That is very important. Yeah. And like it's on topic, but have you even seen like on Facebook and stuff lately, people going in for jobs and they've applied, they're like kind of complaining, hey, I don't know what to do. I've applied for such and such and such job or, you know, however many jobs and they're not getting any calls back. So you see all of these employers that are desperate for help and workers and everything and people are applying and turning in resumes and all of these things. And then they're not hiring anybody. So they're still lacking help. So I don't know what the deal is with that either well i've seen some people have gone into job interviews and gone into job interviews just because they have to in order to keep their benefits mm-hmm. or oh, this yeah. or that but they go into job interviews in pajama bottoms yeah or, and i don't know any of these people like i have no, no idea uh-uh. what but no, at no, the no, same no. time it seems like if people are so desperate for help and all these you know businesses are need help and they're or they're going to shut their doors or whatever and people are, because there are some people who are actively trying to get work that aren't getting any response, you know? Right. So, And a lot of times, too, I know that as an employer, it takes a lot of money to train people. So if you have people that come in, if you want a job at a certain specific place, but you come in in your ratty old t-shirt and your ratty old clothes, and they know that they're going to invest time training you and spending their money to train you up and invest in you. And they don't feel like you even are taking the application process or the job interview process seriously, then you're not going to take the job seriously. Yeah. So I know that if I were to be an employer, I'm like, I'm not going to spend my time investing in someone who just came in to drop off an application or even try to be interviewed in their pajama bottoms yeah. or their denim jeans. Like if you're coming in to interview for a decent business, you're not going to come to an interview, which is going to be in here in jeans. Mm-hmm. So dress better than, you know, what you're, what you're trying to go in for. And even if you're not going to see like in this particular situation, even if you're just going in to pick up an application, you're, you could be maybe not seeing the person that you're going to interview with, but you might be seeing a shift manager and that shift manager might be seeing you in your bikini top and a pair of Daisy Dukes, but you're coming in to pick up an application and that's just completely inappropriate. Yeah. So your first impression to that employer is that, and you don't ever want it to be that. So yeah. I don't care what job it is, whether it's fast food, right? Well, and or- I don't even necessarily think like jeans are like a, 
a bad thing. I wear jeans all the time and they're nice. Like, yeah. and I think if you, you can dress jeans up as well, you know, you can have like a nice top on and say like a blazer or something. So I don't even think there's necessarily anything really wrong with jeans, but yeah, just make yourself super pre- presentable for mm-hmm. what you're wanting to go in and do Yeah, and put a good, and give people a good impression. Yeah, for sure. Always bring a resume to the interview. So when you get called in for an interview, even though you've maybe sent them a resume or attached it with an application, make sure you bring an extra copy just in case either A, they lost it or there's more people on the panel that are going to be interviewing you and they need more copies. Always be overly prepared, even when the employer isn't. Mm -hmm. It shows that you have good organizational skills, even if it's just for a part-time job or fast food, go above and beyond. You may be interviewing for a cashier, but show them that you might be management material. You just may get a supervisor position or a shift manager spot just because you showed that initiative. Well, and I think it's good to have it too, just to refer back to. Yeah. You know, if like, oh, you worked at this place from such and such date to such and such date, you know, uh-huh. and you've mentioned this, could you elaborate a little more? Mm-hmm. And you have everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Kind of right for there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, the reason I wanted to kind of bring up this topic is because I've been helping kind of my niece before recently that she, you know, was looking for another job. And it's like, gosh, I've been at the same job for so long that, mm-hmm. you know, even people that have been in the same job for so long, you kind of get out of the habit of what to do when you go out looking for another job. You know, there's so much changes and so much is so different. Yeah. Send a thank you card or an email within 24 hours following your interview. This shows that you cared enough about the job interview and appreciated their time. Mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way and that will set you apart from everyone else that they yeah. might have seen that day. Mm-hmm. And that gives them an opening too, if they might have any follow up questions for you as well. Or even just it maybe if you're not exactly right for that part, or you know, that specific job, you left such a good impression on them that they'd keep you in mind for other future positions that come available. Right, right. Now they've got their your contact information yeah. right inside their and they're email. like, Oh, and when they think of your name, they're like, Oh, that person left a really good impression, you know, they did this and this and this, and they seem like, like a super genuine human being or right, whatever. Go over basic interview questions and practice answers ahead of time. Certain things, excuse me, why would you think you would be a good fit for this job? Or why do you did you leave your last job? What are your best and worst qualities? How do you handle conflict in the workplace? Those are just some of the basic questions that a lot of employers ask during interviews. I have sat in on a panel several times over the last few years at our, at my job where we've interviewed people. And those are seemingly the most common questions that they ask during an interview. And it's, I am terrible at interviews. Like I, Mm -hmm. I never can think of what to say or, and I'm not, I don't like talking about myself at all. So I find it really difficult But preparation is so important, you know, and if you just, you know, take those questions, kind of some Google some common questions, just Mm -hmm. like you, like what you have, and run through it. Yeah, 10, 15, 20 times, it doesn't matter. So you have a little bit in your head to go off of instead of, you know, sitting there because and I'm not I'm not saying anything bad because I have been I am that person when they're like, hey, tell us a little about yourself. And I'm like, duh, duh. yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I and I got a little story for you about my my funniest interview. We can save that for the end. Oh, oh I love that. My funniest interview of all time. And 
Oh, um, I think you told me the story. And okay, I think I um, it's a little. They, I think they need really needed help, but I did get the job. So <laughs> uh, that's a little spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, don't feel the. Oh, I'm going to let you do this one. Oh, uh, don't feel the need to fill the silence. That was another big one. Um, and it was actually a tip of a, from an old boss of mine um, when I was applying for the state. And um, just when they ask your question, ask you a question, answer it to the best of your ability, the best of your knowledge, you know, explain what you need. And then as they're writing or taking notes or, you know, just leave it. You know, until they ask their next question, don't sit there and feel the need to fill the the empty silence or uncomfortable silence. Yeah, with anything else because it just is noise. You know, at that point, and it's you would you know you can tell it's uncomfortable and it's if you're if you say something, be confident in your decision, be confident in your answer, and then leave it until they ask your next question. That was a big one for me, and I've I've used that little tip since I learned it. Yeah, and it does get uncomfortable in those rooms where it's just that awkward, uncomfortable silence, but just, and you do want to ride and you do want to feel like, Oh yeah. And so I was also thinking that I did this and this and this, and And the sky is blue and the grass is green and Oh gosh. And no, don't abort, abort, abort mission, (laughs) abort mission quickly. Send in the red team. Um, Differentiate yourself from other applicants, learn about the company and maybe talk about what you love about their mission or why you love working there. That will set you apart from everyone else. Trust me. And so if you if it's a job that you really want, make sure that you kind of go above and beyond and set yourself apart from the pack. Ask questions after the interview or ask them if they have any additional questions for you. I think that's a big one. Sometimes I like to ask even I always just kind of save a question at the end. Sometimes I like to ask just a general question about like maybe a benefit question, like about the health insurance or something like that. That's just generalized just to show that I have interest in the job, even if it has literally nothing to do with anything. You know, you don't want to make it seem like you're completely desperate for the job or that you're only interested in how much time you get off, but just something that you're, you are interested in their company, whether it is the mission or whether it is about, you know, how their benefit structure works or if they're unionized or something to that effect. Yeah. Have the confidence, sit up straight and make eye contact. Yes, those are all such super important things. How you carry yourself is people notice. Everyone, especially people, you know, if you have a, a panel of five people sitting there interviewing you, they notice, how, you know, how you carry yourself. If you're sitting up straight and you are showing good posture and you're making eye contact and you're speaking like clearly and concisely and and go in there with legs, man. Yep. Go in there with the confidence that, that you should have this job and that you want this job and that you deserve this job. I deserve this job more than anybody else. does. Yes. Yes. And show them that you're interested and have that confidence level and they will see that and that will come through. Mm -hmm. So, and I want to hear about (laughs) the story. I know I've heard this story because you know, I know everything about you. So I had moved to Helena from Lincoln and in Lincoln that, your wage is pretty low. So when I moved to Helena, I applied, I was just trying to find anything and I um, found a janitor position and I was like, okay, no, don't really want to clean. You know, I, I grew up cleaning motel rooms. I started cleaning motel rooms when I was like 11 years old. So I 
been cleaning enough. I had thought, but then I saw the pr- the wage because cleaning for the state, like a state building, was significantly more than just clean j- being a janitor for that company. So I was like, hell yeah, like I'll go be a janitor again for twenty bucks an hour or whatever it was. And so I went to the interview. And I was wearing like leggings and a nice sweater dress and I had my hair braided and I looked very nice for when we worked, we wore like black shorts or pants with a blue shirt. This was just, we had a uniform kind of a thing anyway. So they had asked, all right, like, tell us a little bit about yourself. And like I said previously, I don't, I don't like that. What are you supposed to say? You know? Uh-huh. So I had said it all started back in 1992 when my mom gave birth to a legend <laughs> and then I left it at that. I didn't say anything else. So I followed a rule of um, not Don't fill the silence. silence. And they actually wrote that down on their sheet. And I was like, okay, already. I know I'm not going to get this job. And then they asked why I, sh- why I deserve the position or should get the position over anybody else. And I said, because I'm amazing. Yet again. Uh, and Legend my- <laughs> status. And my roommate asked me, she goes, oh, how did the interview go? I was like, not good, man. Like, I guarantee I didn't get that job. And then um, my background check, it was uh, like between me and I think another gal. And my background check came like nickety split. It came back super fast. And they're like, oh, yeah, you have the job. And I was like, what? Holy shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you have the right number? <laughs> this is Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay. Yeah, are you positive? Yeah. And I did. I think it was just because they needed someone right away. And my background check came back super fast. And I, so that kind of lucked out. But I'm not advising anyone say that in their job interview. But I did say that I'm, I was a legend. born. I'm, in I'm just saying, basically, I, I do a podcast with a legend is all I'm yeah. saying. I mean, born in 1992, man. That's staying true saying. since 92 that's my motto <laughs> that's my motto baby and i'm sticking to it well and i've gotten jobs in the past too just like i said i think we've said it in a, another podcast that i've gotten jobs because i grew up in a really small town and mm-hmm. grew up on a farm and they've hired me because i have i mean obviously they think that people that grow up in small towns and on farms have good work ethic and stuff. So you never know why they're going to hire you or, or what they're looking for. So I think it was kind of like that in Lincoln too. Cause uh, my mom worked at high country for damn near 30 years. And I don't, I can probably count on one hand how many days of work she missed being sick, anything like that, doctor's appointments, whatever. So I think that was a good thing. Like, Oh, Lindsay, you know, her, she's raised with her mom. Her mom has showed up every day for 30 years, you know? Yeah. Like good work ethic and it's probably passed on to her kids. So, right. I mean, even now I, I probably have more time off banked up than probably all of our support staff combined. Oh man, I wish I could say that, but it's like, it's changed so much with kids and stuff now. Yeah. Well, that's different. I don't know. And like, I love working from home and I, I think it's beneficial, but at the same time, my kid's sick today. Yep. Like I, it's almost harder for me to try and get things done and pay attention to him. And right. So someday that's very yeah, different. I'm like, yeah. no man, I need to call in sick today. Like my son's sick. So yeah, but yeah, that's very different. Very different. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, that is our show for today. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Uh, and don't forget to like, share and subscribe to our podcast. And we love interacting with all of you guys so much. Our podcast is available on all major platforms. So please find us out there. 
And please remember to be kind to each other and yourself because you never know when one small act of kindness could change the entire trajectory of your life or the life of someone else's. So please make sure that you join us back here next week for another great episode. See you soon.